never been with a baddie. I'm so obsessed with TikTok and I blame you and Martina because I'm not a TikTok babe like that. But because I know you guys send me TikToks, I go on because I know I'll find something. Because I don't know why. Why don't the messages just come out like outside the app? Like, you know, like I don't get the notifications outside the app. Maybe your notifications are off. Because my notifications are off. I'll check. For that reason, because I'm not even going to lie to you. Tracy, Toby, Ryan, especially Wesley and Tracy. Not them being not them being uh, TikTok bandits. Oh, TikTok bandits. You leave the app, you come back, it's eight, day seven. To be fair, it's fair because I do the same thing to them. But it started with them. Now it's like, okay, might as well. But, but because of that, my notifications are off. There's always something there. Like with you guys, you and Martina, I will literally, or even if it's not, it's either Santana or like, there'll always be something you guys have to send me. I love it, guys. Don't stop. We won't. There's even something else I saw. What do you have to send me? <laughs> nah, the Santana and Carisha TikToks, by far my, my favorite category. I don't, bitches with, I don't fight with bitches with beards. Oh. See, I'm five bitches with beards. And you see Santana like... There was this one time they were arguing and then she was like... So basically Santana's man had brought them food and then food and like drinks. And then she's like, wait, like how your man gonna bring you food but he's only gonna bring you a medium pizza when he know you big. He trying to kill you. Yo, that's everyone's favorite. And he know you big. And he know you big. So he trying to kill you. Why does she have to say that? Like, and he know you big. I and said, he no. know you big. And she's like, and these little water bottles. What is this? Uh, eight ounces. <laughs> she knows she dead wrong for that. How your man is chef? <laughs> no, she didn't have to do that. Every time I think about them, I conclude mm. that the other person is funnier. But it changes all the time. You can't pick a funnier person. Because one day... Santana will just say something out of pocket and you'll be shocked. Not me not finding it. That's why I hate when I don't like videos because then you can't find them again. Oh, no, but the thing is, I have such a good memory of the sound that I can search the sound and I'll find what I'm thinking. Like, you know what's been in my head? Um, you want to chill with the big dog? Oh, no, 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 Leo. That, that sound has me in a chokehold. <laughs> Saturday. Ah, you want to show with the big bugs? Huh? Huh? Pull up in the what? Nah, the girls are eating that sound the fuck up. Like eating was, and leaving no crumbs inside. There was one I saw. Um, this girl in a green dress, and she's like, "When you have the body that babes are going to Turkey to get done," and she's dancing, and she looks laying face beat. Dresses hanging on, and I'm like, I know that's fucking right. What the girl is tussing in her comments because they, they show us how it'll be like in the tussle. At the end of the day, are they are they not girls going? Did, li- did I lie? Did I fucking lie? Oh goodness! Wanna chill with the big boys? No, that 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 song, that sound is undefeated. It's just and it, it makes ah. me so happy, dog. I'm just always like, <laughs> each time it comes up on your FYP, just like, <laughs> and you know what? Every time it comes up, I can't skip the video. I have to finish it, then I'll skip. 
let me just finish it first and enjoy then we'll Literally, be good. there was one i don't know if i saw it today or earlier or mm-hmm. yesterday um it was this girl her dad came back from nige so he brought them like stuff like nigerian food it would do there was it would do there was ground nuts there was all sorts of things butter mint i don't know what half of the things in the thing were but i was just watching like you gonna chill with the big boys like i was so intrigued i was so intrigued by the whole snap all of and the different the different captions i feel like are so fitting there's one i saw and this boy i think he's from zim or zam somewhere in southern africa but he lives here in the uk and he captioned his thing when your mom starts saying in it <laughs> oh my gosh wait he's southern that man is fine that man is he's short but he's fine black man <laughs> fine black man oh. oh that's fucking right guys welcome to our episode of tiktok analytics (laughs) (laughs) might as well be child (laughs) welcome to episode what episode are we on seven of the reality check podcast oh my gosh (laughs) totally different different no guys different people we made it out the gutter Like we out the project, we out the hood. Maybe we left section eight. I might still need to mute myself to cough, but I made it out the better. I know that's fucking right. Um, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just stressed with work and like just like year end stuff. But I'm so glad to be um wrapping up 2021. I'm so happy. Like 2021, honestly, like these pandemic years have been terrible. But when I think of like how much I've achieved and like. I'm not one of those people who's going to do the tweet. I'm not going to do the tweet. I'm just going to say, <laughs> I am listening. I'll think I about it. I'll read other people. My friends. And go, oh, hey, I graduated from a master's too. Crazy. But I will not like tweet it. Like my friends will know what's going on in my life. Um, like what's new with me, what I'm trying to do in like the next whatever. But um, yeah, I think end of the year, you know, that when you start to think about what you've done this year, how far you've come, the things what you haven't achieved. I think I'm such like, I won't say I'm a Debbie Downer, but I do think a lot about what I don't have than what I do have. Um, so I am thinking a bit about what I didn't get to do this year, but there's always next year. And next year we go harder. Um, but yeah, that's like really the thing I'm in. Year and fatigue has hit definitely. Um, I'm so tired and I cannot wait to like turn my alarm <laughs> off for about, it's honestly, it's looking like two weeks, but I'm so, because hey. I'm going off next week. Next week, Tuesday is my last day next, this year. And then, but I've only booked off my days off this year because I wasn't sure if I was coming back to the company next year, but I am. So because I am in to book off my January days and child, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not coming back in time. Like, I wish I was going to like Mexico or something, but. Mexico. Mexico. I can't say it the same. Like we no, talked about it, but I, it's now Mexico. It's Mexico. What about you, Boo? How are you doing? Um. Well, <laughs> I was honestly down so bad. I'm not even gonna cap to you guys. Like there was a, there was a brief moment. I mean, I was tweeting and laughing through the pain, and just <laughs> but I was a little bit scared and shook because I said, "Bitch, <laughs> is Miss Coco V really trying to wipe me off the face of this earth?" I. Dead I know that ain't what I think it is. 
No, literally scared, shook, panicking. Um, and I think for me, it was just the escalation with which everything was happening, like how quickly I was getting worse and worse. And then some points would feel like, okay, it stabilized and then it would drop and get better than drop. It was, last week was a roller coaster, but um, happy to be out the gutter. I still definitely need to heal. My chest is still bussing. <laughs> this cough is still bussing. But honestly, that's those are literally the last two things I have to deal with. I don't have the pain in my knees and my joints anymore. I ain't got the cold sweats. I'm not feeling exhausted too wet. Guys, there's a day I literally slept for a total of like 16 hours. And that's during the day. That's not like the nighttime sleep. Babes! <laughs> it wasn't cute. But honestly, yeah, I'm really grateful. I'm really thankful. And it's so cliche, like, you know how people be like, you know, the pandemic has taught me. Like, literally on... COVID is real, y'all. Yeah, COVID is real, as if it wasn't real the last few months and year. Like, bitch, what? But honestly, there was a moment I was, like, going through my phone and looking at pictures of my friends, and I was like, ugh, I just can't wait to feel better. I just enjoy, like, more moments. Because there was a point I was like... If this was the last of my days, would I be happy? And I wasn't even really like morbid. I was I was getting a little Kelly. I was about to say. I was literally about to say. <laughs> I was getting a little Kelly, like, dang, like how will people remember me? But honestly, um, especially this year, I think this year more than any other year, I felt very affirmed and I've really felt loved by people around me and that's something that um, I've struggled a lot with not to say I never felt loved with but from primary school high school early uni I always felt generally very misunderstood and like I'm always the pillar of strength in somebody else's life or everybody else's life and it's like hi I'm here <laughs> hi hi um and I think even this year there are some friendships that unfortunately maybe ended and aren't the same way they were before, but it wasn't even like there was a tussle or anything. I think everyone just kind of distanced themselves to kind of take focus on themselves and not to be cold, but I wasn't even filled with regret because I felt like had I stayed in those situations, there are certain habits I never would have unlearned or, you know, grown from. And like, I just wanted to say the rest of this year, I did really feel, feel very affirmed and loved in the friendships and the new friendships that I then made or the newer friendships that became stronger. Like the people I've known for years you for example and we weren't really like this is my mate and now it's something completely different like i've known you for how long <laughs> it's only now <laughs> it's only 2021 <laughs> i don't think people realize literally um Saidi and i were even talking about it we're just like our relationship with anisha is totally like obviously mine is different from hers with yours but like yeah. just realizing that you have the same interests as someone is so it's so it's dumb really? it's something you're like so this, this is so stupid. Sad. We're gonna be friends. This like the so whole sad. time we're walking past each other, school, just like, oh hi, hi. But you and that old, was it. You're old, like you're in a total, like, even if we don't take into account how old you are, you Okay, I'm not a fucking geriatric. No, God no, 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 no. <laughs> what I mean to say is that because of where you were in high school and where I was in high school, I would have felt okay. you were much older than me compared okay, to okay. but yeah. our age. And you said, like, I'm basically, yeah. I'm basically chasing you, you know, in terms of the age. Basically. Yeah. You're right there, baby. But you were in, you were in sixth form when I was in form four? Yeah, 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 yeah. And those, as you know, those, form six, you're driving to school. 
you you think anybody in four four? I mean, we, there was no, we couldn't. But either <laughs> way, like we're just in two different points in our life, and I think mm. coming to the UK, we'd message we'd message here and there, nothing deep. You'd say you might um, interact a little on the TL here and there, but literally, <laughs> and like I remember sometimes we talk about. I remember when the Monique thing happened last season, <laughs> and you and I were like on going back and forth each other, even. And, like, the initial insecure combo was always you. And um and and I remember thinking this girl must think I'm so aggressive or she must hate me because I'm like, oh, I'm bad vibes or something. And then I just realized I'm like, honestly, you know what? If she thinks that she thinks that, but you kept talking to me, so I'm like, we're good, we're good. <laughs> no, honestly. And I think I had the same thing where in my head, none of my friends um like at the time, especially. We're really heavily invested in to reality TV. My friend Jackie's just like child by the only person. <laughs> no, she she's not here for it. She doesn't have the time. The only friend um, would have been Tracy, and I met Tracy through work because we started working at the same company. And she joined like maybe a month and a bit after me, which was last year still. So it was still fairly new. Apart from Tracy last year, and then there was you on the TL, and then. ICT obviously has a deep interest in like um insecure and there was pose and stuff like that, like searching shows. But other than that, apart from Tracy and Iman as well, another girl that I was friends with, um, I met through work and became friends with. Other than that, there was no one else. So when I found out, I was like, hmm, this is so interesting that Leo, and then later on I would see Sadie as well. I was like, okay, we got we got a little community going on. We got a family. I remember the time. Um, the time Giselle had asked, um, Giselle was being messy and asked, and she was like, oh, to um, Candace's mom, she's like, oh, yeah, I wanted to know, too. And Saidi and I were literally like, yeah. No, but and, it's, and I was like, guys. And the funny thing is, Giselle's a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. Um, Robin is an Aries. Saidi's an Aries. And honestly. So you guys get it. Honestly, we so get it. Like, like, if, 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 I'm being, if I'm being shady, 100%, I own it. But I want to know, too. Tell me, like. Give me the tea. I, I want to know too. Just, I just... Like, is it a crime to want to know something? Like, anybody <laughs> ever died know. of? Has anybody ever died of insult? Has anybody ever died of of wanting to know? Thank you. No, but honestly, it's been lovely, and I think I had the same moment with one of my friends, Lerua, that we went to primary school together, and he's in Canada now. And it's only between last year and this year we realized how much we have in common. And we're like, but why would we friends that whole time? Like literally in primary school, he belonged to like a whole different crowd of friends. I was in a different crowd of friends. When I look at the people or the crowd of friends I was friends with, a lot of them I'm just not friends with now. I have no interest in being friends with. And even when I look back, I'm like, what was even the basis of this friendship? Whereas there are actually people that I actually had so much in common with and were just walking right past each other. But anyway, we went on a tangent, but all of this was to say, when I was deep in the trenches, I was like looking at 2021 and how much love I felt this year. I don't think I would have been that like bummed if these were my last days. But now that I know these are my last days, I want to enjoy to the fullest with my friends. Like I was looking at- At recess this weekend, yeah. <laughs> what your snake at? <laughs> I'm just scared of being sick again. I'm not gonna lie. Like when I think about it, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, mm. but guys, it's I hear you though. At what cost? But people at are, what cost? People are sick. People are sick. 
and each day I'm seeing more people that are sick. I'm like, guys, recess. Or hearing, or hearing so and so tested positive. Oh no, my friend can't come. Um, she has a cough. About this funny flu going around, the whiskey flu. <laughs> okay, that wasn't COVID, guys. Y'all need to stop with that. That wasn't COVID. It only Do you know how many people on TikTok have the have COVID? And whiskey. Whiskey. Whiskey flu. Whiskey flu. <laughs> whiskey flu. It's Everyone went whiskey. They were saying, "Oh, it's just a whiskey flu." And yeah. what's scary is, I think, because a lot of the TikToks I saw, a lot of people were testing negative, and then they carried on testing, and they eventually it was positive, which means that probably when they initially started testing it was still too early. Um. But yeah, at the same time, like Wesley was actually saying, there's also a significant amount of people who felt sick because people weren't wearing jackets because they were slaying. Like they wanted to do up fashion over, you know, warmth. So there's that as well. Also, our bodies are still adjusting to being outside, outside in such a large capacity. So people are going to be sick. They're a little bit more sensitive to germs, you know. But yeah, I don't know. Not Joe. Dr. Wesley preaching. There is something that I gotta say. There is something that I gotta say. Guys, Santana's is your favorite uncle. Our favorite uncle. Okay. (laughs) But um, insecure. Episode eight. Before you even speak, there's a street <laughs> And it literally, literally, you know the one I sent you, Beyonce? Yeah. The tweet said by, hey, Lexi Lex, my exact feelings with this whole season of Insecure HBO. And I just personally have never heard anything so accurate. It's good, it's all right, but it ain't great. It's that, that, that's it. It's good, it's all right. But it ain't great. That's yeah, like I'm really thinking episode eight. Like eight. I think if you weren't thinking about the episode numbers, you'd be fine. Like you just think, oh, insecure. But I'm thinking episode eight. Not like, only episode, the like the last ever season. The like, last in like Isa and um Isa and Lawrence have not even had a proper conversation this season. Are you okay? Are you are you Ramaphosa? Are you okay? <laughs> you cannot tell me this made sense in someone's head. And we're back to freaking Crenshaw. Listen, Issa better marry Crenshaw. If 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 this is what they're doing, she better marry the man because I don't know why he's still on my screen. Oh, oh dude. we 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 detire. Hey, even though we detire. <laughs> Isa, how many times should I call your name? Because what is the, even the Torian stuff? It's taking so long, and they're not showing us so much of it. Like, what was like? If I think about all the wasted opportunities, Isa going on a date with that guy from her uni, there was no need. We could have spent it. We could have spent it with Torian, building up the moments that you are now thinking, kind of rushing through in the last few episodes building up what's right about like building up what's right about Issa and Nathan before you bring them down it just felt so haphazard and it's disappointing like um I've seen a couple tweets discussing like people discussing their favorite season and ain't nobody put season five now 
Woo-woo. I know I would. <laughs> oh, certainly not I. <laughs> not me. Like, certainly like not it's I. just not, it's not a cute look. It's not giving what y'all said it's supposed to give. It's just, ee. even Kelly can't save this. Like, even Kelly's moment of yeah. and stuff, it's just, I'm like, ha, 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 ha. Like, it was disappointing and I, I'm so sorry remember the time you were telling me how like you found the whole season by corny now they've annoyed me to the point where I'm so I'm like it's corny especially for all of this season five okay for what and even the stuff that is done right by the show it just kind of feels, it doesn't feel worth it because you think of all the stuff that were being let down on. Like, I love Koya, don't get me. I love Koya so much. Koya is so funny. Oh my gosh. I, I need to know more about the actress. I need her booked and busy. You know, I need her ready. But like, all of this that they're doing, um, Issa's dream sequences, what? Like, I mean, I, I get sometimes living in that but it just feels like they're doing it a bit much it doesn't it, it doesn't have as much of an impact if you keep doing it um I didn't watch the wind down because I felt the obvious the episode was pretty like there were no there was no subtext to the episode the episode was what you see is what you get the Molly like the Molly and her parents storyline really fell under Issa's storyline this episode because I really didn't like I knew it was going to be resolved like I knew I had nothing to worry about with Molly and her parents Whereas with Issa, I don't know where the hell they were trying to take me. Like, what the, like, oh my gosh. I'm getting pissed off thinking about it. And I don't blame you because this was one episode. This episode made me mad because like you said, the whole dream thing or imagining or flash, whatever, mm-hmm. imagining a, a different time or how something could possibly go. Like you said, it's just less impactful the more frequent it is or the more they give it to us. Not only that, the thing, like one minute you're watching, next thing is just, and then it went on for too long for something that was supposed to be uh, uh, a vision, uh, a, a what if. The thing went on and on and on. Like when they walk, the first one, they walk into the arena, next thing is not just the small cinema space, it's talking 4,000 feet, she's doing talks, talking about the last two years, then she moves I mean, she goes back home. They live in West Hollywood. She doesn't understand when they moved there. Nothing made sense. Like, even within the vision itself, it wasn't even like, oh, imagine. The time they gave it to us when it was Lawrence and Issa, that was really like, well executed. It was really like, whoa. That's what I, that's what was clear was he's on her mind. She's imagining him in these scenarios and she's wondering, why do I keep adding him to these scenarios? Do I miss him? But I feel like there was another way that could have been done. Exactly. And I think they just missed the mark. And something that you've always said is how with this show, they've really done a disservice to Issa's, the story about Issa's career. And it's it's so, it's such a disservice when you even really consider that she's the main character. We've explored Molly's career and Lawrence's career way more than Issa's, if that makes sense. Granted, we've seen her growth and her progression, but especially in this current, um, or at this current point that she's at, it's not enough. And I personally feel like, 
I even wrote down um, when I was watching this, you see the decision that she has to make, like whether to go to Crenshaw or NBW route. That would have made more sense if it was just after they came back from Stanford. Like just after. So you see, um, one second. You see when they came back from Stanford, then the next episode was a year later. Yeah. Then she, that was the first introduction to Crenshaw. If they didn't drag Crenshaw on for so long, and then she was met with this decision where he's now come back and now she's trying to figure out, should I work with him or do the NBW route or whatever? Then whatever decision she makes is then explored as in what happens now with this new decision she's made. We're in episode eight now. There's no way we're gonna know what really happens unless they do a ridiculous job, which we don't wanna see anyway. Then even speaking about weird timing, this setting up of a second date with Molly should have happened straight after the retreat. Last week, when she was saying, oh, should I still text him? It should have been, oh, he's texting me to find out about a second or a third date. Just so things make more sense. And even the second date then didn't happen because of how overwhelmed she's feeling with the mom and dad stuff. So he sent her the wings and wine, which is so cute, guys. Like, I'm a Torian account. Like it was much, it was mucho gracias, mucho appreciate. Uh, it was he's so like, and I'm just like, I wish money met him sooner. But anyway, everything happens in my time. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's taking way too long, and the placement and the timing is so off. Like you said, this is episode eight, and it's of the final season. It's not like you have time to screw things over into episode eight, as in you have two seasons left where she has to make this decision about her career and then it's explored appropriately or correctly. Then she has to decide, Nathan or, or Lawrence, when that gonna happen? And if you, I don't know if you saw the flash for the next episode, it's not looking too promising either. Like, it, it didn't give anything. It didn't give anything. Okay, I'm gonna let you watch it and then we'll reconvene. Okay, give me a sec. Should I just leave my sound on? Um, I forgot, because literally I finished watching it yeah, just before you called, to be fair, you did say. I am just incredibly humble and blessed. Wait, no. This ain't the trailer. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on holiday. What are you watching? Um, no, it's called Insecure, the end official trailer. So I don't know if it's like a show where they're going to say good, you know, like those specials where they say bye to the show. Oh, fair, fair, fair. I think that's what it was and not... um. Ooh, I need to watch this trailer. Oh no, save to watch later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> not Dynasty season five. I didn't even finish season four. Come on now. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, is it gonna show me? Oh no, it's not. You can save it here or do whatever you want with the Not Tori and her date. <laughs> Wait, who's the guy? Why I don't like it? Is that Drew? No, it's not Drew, but it's his friend. Um, and remember from the beach episode, the the, the one that Molly ended up um, hooking yeah. up with. No, the one that, yeah, that's the one Molly ended up hooking up with because the other one had the cat. Wasn't he dark skinned? 
The one where the cat was dark skinned. That's the one she ended up saying, never mind, he's not serious. He look a little like draw. <laughs> ah, I guess you know how this casting goes. And you know his ass come back, but anyway. <laughs> this is my thing. Like there's still so much that needs Sorry. to happen. Like, we're epi- like next week is the penultimate episode ever. Like of, of I think it makes sense for Drone to come back next episode because she's now seeing how things are gonna go with Tori and so we have to put a span in the thingy while things are still fresh. Draw. But it wouldn't surprise me if they left him for episode 10. Like, she doesn't like peace. That, because at the end of the day, whether we like it or not, no matter the program, there's a cliffhanger of sort that we're going to be left with. Whether it's, so. Yeah, they're not going to end it with Kumbaya, happy ending, everyone is happy. I think it's not that, a yeah, fairy tale. It's going to be like scandal where there was that mystery as to whether Olivia actually became president or she was just or in not. a portrait thingy. Um, I think, yeah, I agree. There's going to be a mystery. We just don't know. It's not. I don't know if it's Issa and Lawrence. We don't know if they can't that open. No, no, no. Personally, as in, as in, they're gonna show Issa with a wedding ring, but they're not gonna say like it's not gonna be obvious who. I don't think it's gonna be as drastic as Issa with the wedding ring. I remember I was describing my my ideal my ideal cliffhanger would be if she has taken so long to speak to him. And then when it ends, Lawrence locks on the door and she opens the door and it's like, Lawrence is there too. And you just don't see what, what the conversation happened is, who said what. But either that, or when I was saying to my friend, it would be quite interesting if this cliffhanger is Lawrence knocks on the door, um, she opens the door and it's Lawrence and Nathan is in the place and he's like, who is it? Then it's like, because especially now with this episode, Nathan is already feeling away about Lawrence being there. We see Issa glancing at Lawrence. So he's there are already emotions there. Issa, I don't know Issa, if she's Issa weak. You see my problem with her. You guys, you, you guys, you guys say I'm not a good person for not liking Issa. Issa is weak. Issa is weak. Listen, I'm weak, but people don't know I'm weak. You know what I'm saying? Like people should know you're weak. People should think, no, you kind of got your shit together, that you know, you kind of seem like everything's fine. Issa is weak to, from the jump. Like Issa doesn't have any qualms about her. There's no, there's no hesitation to think, mm, maybe, maybe I'm just saying no, Issa's weak. You can't just be weak like that. You have to have a poker face, have some decorum about you, man. Hey, it pisses me off. Do something, bitch, dang. <laughs> like, hold up, like step your pussy up, honey. Get a job. Yeah. I just, oh, no, I just what's what's what wagwan for that writer's room. And I think it's even crazy how these last four episodes, so seven to ten, Issa has declared as her favorite episodes of the season. And I'm like, last week, cool. As much this is the thing, like you said, when you take the episodes, each individual episode for what it is and for what they are and what they're trying to portray, they're not terrible. It's the timing and the placement of these episodes, like you just you just can't give this to us so late in the season and also for this to be your last season you know but like i said last week i'm really trying my best not to focus on what it what it's lacking but i this week i struggled i said i don't even know what i can be like oh at least this oh at least that like with molly's parents we knew it was going to be sorted we already heard from the doctor mom was going to be fine we saw that kelly was going to go she was going to get it sorted before the season come Molly and Tori, you guys want to be slow AF. Place the timing of everything so oddly. 
Issa is still Kore, this even pissed me off. Nathan was like, you should think about it. There's a face she made before she turned around. We can see she doesn't want it. And she goes, yeah, I think we should. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Me lying, you know, you know, when your voice, when your voice goes all high-pitched and shit. High-pitched. Okay. I need her to stop drinking the dumb bitch juice. Like you know, you don't want to. She has something to prove to Condola. So, well, well, (laughs) it's all gonna go to shit when she finds herself trying to get back with Lawrence, regardless anyway, and being a stepmama to baby Eli. And she bet she's better off doing it now than putting on this whole front and making a mess out of so many other people's lives. What for? Because are you going to move in with Nathan and then decide, oh, sorry, I want, I actually want, huh? When I said I didn't like the girl, y'all didn't understand. I'm just Here glad. I'm just glad. I'm never going to hear the end of No, it. no, because when I said it, you called me a madman. You <laughs> called me a madman. <laughs> you people called me a madman. Little did you know I was a genius. Listen, you guys have acted like Isa is some damn saint. Isa is ne- Isa has never been a saint. Isa does her little mess and then, oh, is this my life? Is this what's happening to me? And then y'all act shocked, but because y'all ate that up and you are so focused on hating Mali that y'all didn't realize that Isa was the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, growth is is realizing. Isa's the real villain in people's movies, cause whoa. <laughs> I can't, I can't even defend her anymore. I can't, simply cannot. I'm, I'm, and I'm glad. I'm happy <laughs> about that. I love that. Con- continue. I love it. I love it. Continue. Continue, baby. Continue. I lo- that's why I'm on this. Uh... <laughs> no, honestly, I also really. Let me not say. Okay. It's funny because I was speaking about the money breaking down thing and she finally cried. But one thing I'll say I'm very happy for Molly for um, or about is the fact that she chose herself. Like Molly, I feel like we've always seen her act tough and be like, yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And I was so uh-huh. happy that even though it's someone she really wanted to go on a date with, she was like, Greta, I'm not okay. Okay. I'm going to have to just call a rain check. And I just feel like old Molly would have tried to tough it out and then made a mess of the date or been really bad vibes on the date. Um, and I'm happy that she had the self-awareness to be like, honestly, if I go, I don't think I'll be any fun. Because therapy works. No, it does. And I hope everyone listening to this does take this away. Therapy honestly works. And if you haven't tried it, if you're able to financially, do consider it because... Whether you feel like there's an actual problem you need to address or not, it always makes you better. Always. They offer that work, but I don't know. I feel like they might think they might talk with my business. I don't know about that. Like I- it's funny because I've always felt that way about like therapy being offered like at work or through uni or school. I'm like, no, mm, no. Mm. I did it through uni because obviously that's free. And listen, I'm gonna save a coin. If it's one thing I'm gonna do, I'm gonna save a coin. Um, and I'm like, listen. If this lowers the pass mark for my next assignment, let's let's do it. Let's do it. I mean, it's not like y'all gonna raise it. It's not like anybody's gonna raise it because I I confess to something. <laughs> but work, I feel like with the work, imagine next time they're like, um, can I give this to and 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 you know what? I remember there was a situation I was in at work once where I um 
someone in my I lost a family member. And that whole like two weeks, I basically didn't take any time off or like any um yeah, I didn't take any compassionate leave or anything because it's a really busy time, so I had to keep going. But then also somebody else went on leave, and this was still like when I was still new, like within my first six months. So someone's gonna leave, I'm dealing with you know this loss or whatever, and I say to my line manager that mm, babes, I'm a little, I'm just teeny bit overwhelmed, just and just what's like a little bit just take it down a couple of notches hey this one time this other person is coming like oh i'm just wanted to make sure um do not think it's too much for your play or like your workload dude and i knew immediately that this lady had said something thank goodness that lady's gone because i'm like your vibes are all the way off but i knew immediately and i was like poop never again never hear me and hear me well never again and it's unfortunate because not everyone may be as bad vibes as that lady to go and divulge such personal information but since then i'm like mm, i don't want someone thinking oh maybe you're just too overwhelmed or maybe you're not in the mental mind frame to Mm-mm. listen if you're gonna book your day off just book it off don't say where you're going like just like i mean unless obviously you do have a good relationship with your line manager and you can do it like i have i like my old line manager had a really good relationship with him i even told him one time oh i'm gonna visit my cousin she had a baby like i want to meet the baby na 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 and he asked me and i'm like oh kids are such bad vibes and he has a kid and he laughed because he's like yeah baby like that so it was like <laughs> It was, yeah, it was just banter, but that was when I got the vibe that, you know, he's kind of a good guy and like, I can get, I can get along with him, but mm, some people are bad mind. Some people are bad mind. <laughs> the, the energy is all the way off, but um, yeah, unfortunately, I don't have much else to say about Insecure. It bored me that much. Um, we got to see Nathan's cheeks. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm good over here. Like honestly, that's been on my wish list all season long, and I got it. What is wrong? But with Lawrence you? has the best ass. I retweeted it. Lawrence has the best ass on the show. But we can we we can wrap this up. <laughs> I can't deal with this guy. He said, "That's it. Wrap this up. It's done. We good. We good. Like ain't none from here." Um, but yeah, wait, what are we talking about next? I don't actually know what to introduce. Girl strip. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, speaking of we good, well, people who aren't good. Uh, <laughs> 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 I was gonna say Kenya and Cynthia on thingy on Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. Uh, which is so funny because even Kyle said she has a we good joke. She said, now I know. When people say we good, that usually means we're not. <laughs> and she ain't lying, girl. She ain't lying. Um, I thought it was a good way to say bye to Cynthia. I mean, it's sad that we're not going to see this dynamic between the two explored on the show. I think it would have been very interesting, very fresh. Um, now, with Marlo being a full-time peach holder, it would have been like, ooh, like, is, uh, is it something we can move past? Or is it like World War II? You know what I mean? Um, I personally, even if she was coming back to the show, I wouldn't have wanted her to work past it. Um, I just don't feel like, hmm, how do I put this? I don't feel like Kenya has respect for Cynthia. 
and I think the reason this is, is it's kind of similar to a Ramona and Luan thing where they were saying that Luan has let Ramona get away with saying so much for so long that in Ramona's head how dare you have a problem with it like child if you just if you just don't move <laughs> about my face you just don't get the hell out but you um, know the ones where it's like you're thinking but I've said worse to you yeah and I think it's weird like that Kenya is like that and yet <clears throat> sometimes I just feel like um wait one second you know how sometimes people speak about people being your friend out of convenience? I feel like for Cynthia, I mean, for Kenya, Cynthia was that. Because in Atlanta, pardon me, there was just no one else willing to put up with Kenya's bullshit. There was no one else's patience as Cynthia. There was no one else as forgiving as Cynthia. And also with Cynthia, once she fell out with Mimi, things weren't the same with her and Marlo. It's also not like she had much else of a choice. I mean, not so much, not much else of a choice, but like, it was bound to happen that she was going to gravitate more towards Kenya. I feel like she became more solid with Candy later on. Her and Eva are cool, obviously, but Eva was kind of like on, an, she was on the show so briefly that, you know, she came later on anyway. But nonetheless, all of this is to say, I think with Kenya, Kenya was definitely Cynthia's friend out of convenience. I And this showed even on, a, on the show, like in Atlanta and many different scenarios where Cynthia always went to work for this girl or for this lady and Kenya would just never return it and even in this um in the last episode of Girls Trip Kenya tried to be like she shouldn't like make it seem like I don't defend her this is this, this, this she keeps going on about this like she doesn't see she didn't see everything and then the few scenes that they showed and it's like yes there are times that Kenya will speak in Cynthia's defense but it's not with half as much vim it's not half as much as frequent it's not she's not willing to do half the things that Cynthia is willing to do for her case in point what happened on the plane we even spoke about this do you think Kenya was there gonna willingly offer the the best room in the place because while Cynthia's going through this no she wouldn't have um and it was interesting to see her do that like even when she won and it was more for Teresa like I've the whole trip she hasn't shown Cynthia that much compassion or anything and now all of a sudden you're this good Samaritan like you know I see this in Teresa she's inspiring to me I want that for myself and I really that really caught me off guard I'm like ah so you, you, you're able to have a heart. And I think sometimes with Kenya, the thing is that it shows even, it's come up even in Atlanta. She gets so caught up in her intentions and what, how things come across rather than, okay, but how have you made this person feel? Because with Cynthia, she was so focused on, she shouldn't dare do that. I mean, you've had a great trip and what do you mean? She shouldn't dare make me look like the bad person and, you know, she doesn't know da, 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 da. I just feel like, yeah, she rather, she, 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 that's always going to be her downfall. The fact that she'll focus on what she feels her intentions are and what she feels is right rather than, okay, but when all of that is said and done, you still made your friend feel this way, but you still made somebody feel this way and rather apologize for the way you made them feel and call it a day instead of being like, so sorry, I, well, I didn't do that. Well, I didn't do that. And I think that's, she's always going to have problems with people for that very reason, because it, she's a bit too wrong and too loud, like a bit too wrong and strong. Um, and that was sad to see, like, especially to Cynthia, even the fact that she was willing to have that moment with Ramona, but she wouldn't, she was telling Cynthia, I don't have time. We've ended this trip. We've had a good trip. 
um, I just don't have time for this. And I think Kenya has a big issue with accountability because the moment she saw Cynthia had an issue, it was like, oh no, oh Cynthia, this is weird. What is it? And she did it on the beach as well. I think in her head, she automatically gets defensive. Maybe it's because of what's happened in Atlanta. And now she's already in this place where she's like, the moment she sees it's about to go left or someone's about to try and hold her accountable, she just has to fight it with combativeness and defensiveness and doesn't even let that person land or let that person put any blame on her. She just starts swinging in order to avoid all of that. And I think it was really sad to see that she would do that even to a supposed close friend. Um... It was sad. It was so sad to me. And that's my biggest issue with Kenya, that a lot of like the time Kenya wants grace extended to her. Whereas in a lot of the situations that Kenya herself is in, she doesn't extend anyone grace. I've never personally, I don't know about you, Anisha, but I've never really seen a situation where Kenya read the room and was like, you know what? Let me extend this person some grace and allow this person some favor. Like that this this thing is happening to you that you're in a bad situation. Like let me let me let me be nice to you in the meantime because you know you're going through some things. Whereas with her, it's always Cynthia telling people, "Oh no, Kenya's get going through a divorce, so she needs to take a bit of a like she needs to take a bit of a rest. Needs to have a nice room." It's always Cynthia bending over backwards, but not even just her friends, let me not even say just her friends, even people who aren't her friends do it for her and are expected and held to the standard that Kenya herself can't meet. I've never seen Kenya extend anybody grace in like considering the things people were going through. Um, People have gone through some crazy things on the show and Kenya never really cared about that. And so when people say, uh, like I remember there was this girl I once um, followed on Twitter. She was from Malawi. Um, I won't say her at but I'll tell you her ad after the, after the recording. And she, <laughs> and she was like, um, something about like Kenya's divorce and how like none of the women really like were there for her. And I'm like, when has Kenya ever like, but when has Kenya ever really been there for, for there for anyone? And she's like, oh no, you guys can't glorify abuse. Kenya's being abused by this man. And I'm like, okay, I hear that. But like all these women have like, almost all the women on that show had been through traumatic ass situations with their husbands but it's Kenya that you're like oh no like obviously yeah I do get Portia and Nini they all have the sympathy of the cast but it's not like the cast is deciding no we're not gonna give Kenya sympathy they've tried they've tried to be nice to Kenya in times where everyone was good and she didn't take it I, I and I don't think you should expect anyone to be nice to you in like hell when all hell's breaking loose sorry that's not how it works <laughs> i agree because <laughs> even though these other people had the support of other cast members it was the cast but it wasn't kenya the, oh, the first person i've ever seen that extend grace was ramona and i honestly feel like it's because ramona drew a similarity between herself and kenya and gave the example that she gave that kenya was forced to take not forced to but in kenya's eyes because now there's a similarity or we share a similarity or something common, you're, she's going to feel like, oh yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. I, I get it. You know what I mean? Well, she doesn't do that for other people. Like you said, in other people's cases, we've been through traumatic things and anything. Pardon me. When it's now like she's at odds with them, she's using it against them. She's using it to, to throw shade, to read them, to laugh about it, to torment them, to be, you know, to antagonize them. So 
it's like you said it's quite funny to me that Kenya just always expects disgrace to be extended to her it's like that in their last season when they took the trip to South Carolina and she had that moment she was like well then be my village then and it's like you're not about to torment and bully and antagonize people for seasons on end throughout this entire trip and then you expect them to come and cuddle you and be your village Candy was also having to cry like I just left my newborn um Portia was like yeah PJ is not that small and you know what fine cool I have help but like it would have been nice to know that the option is there especially in in Candy's case where Blaze was significantly younger than Brooklyn and here you are bringing Brooklyn and I think Kenya just sometimes refuses to to stop and see what people are saying the moment she realizes that she could be at fault she's a very wrong and strong person and I don't think that deep down inside Kenya doesn't have logic to actually identify that this is what these people are saying and this is why they have an issue with it it's just the fact that her having to admit that and see that will then lead to her having to accept accountability and accept that she's at fault and she cannot stand that she cannot stand being in that position of being like I'm so sorry that was wrong of me to do you're right she can't she can't do it I can't think for the life of me of a situation where Kenya was like you know what guys I did I did do so and so dirty I did I could have been kind I could have been you know I could have listened or whatever the case may be and it's one of the things that I do like why my spirit has never taken to her like it's it's, it's just oh she's just not giving but anyway on to like the actual show itself and not Kenya and Cynthia's dynamics um I think the one thing that has stood up stood out about this show is how well it works and how even the drama they had it was quite petty but it was really fun to see them in like a different a totally different setting and I can't wait you know to see other like franchises we watch like people from Potomac be brought on um you know let's see who they're gonna mix like how the people in Potomac mix with the people in um Atlanta because I know Portia and Candace aren't on the same page so that would be really interesting to see um um, wait, 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 P. Willie and Candace. Yeah. Um, I think what did she say? Can basically Portia said something about like getting physical on the show. And then I think Candace said she needs to watch her mouth or something like that. And people in the comments like Candace, that's not that's not the girl you want to fight. That is that is definitely not the girl you think you th- like P. Willie. <laughs> This is not Potomac. <laughs> you really put the pause. This is not no Robin. This is not no Giselle. This is not a Grand Dom. P really will put the pause on you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see other dynamics. Um, I really do wish I had the opportunity to watch um New Jersey, and I don't know how I'll watch it. I don't know if um I know we are considering adding it to our rotation. <laughs> next next year like when um it comes back i know we're trying to like keep it fresh and always keep like a real house at least like a real housewives and then at least another like black show on the radar mm-hmm. um so i do hope like to get just get another side to understand another side of Teresa because she said something that really stuck with me and she said she never really enjoyed filming a season of the real housewives and i'm thinking the show's on like season 12 season 13 like <laughs> The show, like, this show is, like, you've been on the show for more than 10 years of your life. Yeah, it's been a while. So, you saying you don't like it is a bit like, hold on. 
Hold on. Hold on, Holiday. That don't make no sense. <laughs> Hold on, Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> ah! You know what um, I mean, though? I get what you mean, because that stood out to me as well. And obviously, Melissa was explaining how at each of the different seasons, there would have been one thing and then this and that. But I think when Teresa was saying it, she meant like beyond the things going on in her personal life. I think something she's continue, continued to say throughout this whole trip was the fact that no one on her cast ever stands up for her. And she got into it about how um, her old friend um, <clears throat> obviously would have then snaked her. That time they were at the breakfast table and discussing, you know, Nini and Cynthia and then Teresa and her friend and, this, and the third. Um, and the friend who ended up bringing it to the show that um, I think about the, the going to jail thing. I think it was that. And the friend was like, um, oh, but it was already in the press. And she was like, okay, but when you had press, I didn't bring it up. And she tried to be like, well, it wasn't. So yeah. the, the backstory behind that is really sad. I think they were friends before the show started. Like, I don't know, like maybe like four or five years. Like these are people who even before the show they were friends and then they were even pregnant around the same time. Like they were like besties. Like this was like, you my ride or die. Like I love you, na 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 na. And then that happened. And then like she snaked her. I, and then I, where I am, where I stopped watching, they were still friends, I think. But like the cracks were starting to show. And then, yeah, I think she snaked her even worse. And then like, they really stopped being friends and they were like, they feuded for like three, four seasons. Like, and can you imagine watching someone go from like best friends, your kids come over to mind, your kids like play with my kids, your kids are growing up with my kids. Like, it's one of those things where you're like, oh, like I have kids, you have kids. Like, I can't, can't believe I've seen you have kids and stuff like that. And now they're not friends. And it's, it was so, it was really, really sad. I know, hope never experienced a child. Shame. No, that sounds really deep. But I think even now that you've explained that, that obviously then goes back to what she's saying. She's never felt like she had the support of her cast. And I do think that it was really nice seeing how loved she felt um, in this season, you know, or in this in this show, that everyone was really there for her. She connected with everyone, even Ramona. You know, like she really had um, a bonding experience with everyone, despite how it would have started, like how it ended. She was even just so teary-eyed and filled with like so much joy that I've never even gotten this from um, my own cast. And I feel like, yeah, she she compared it or she drew similarities to going to college and making new friends in uni and making new friends and leaving them with like long-term sisters. And I think that was really beautiful because one thing I really like about Ultimate Ghost Trip is the fact that I think maybe because apart from the person that you come with um, from your franchise, um these people are all new people so you see when you're watching let's say atlanta and then a drew comes to the show and then you hear that drew is taking more of a liking to Portia. then immediately kenya's already on the fence about her because drew's now friends with someone that you don't like and i think new people are rarely ever afforded the opportunity to have a fresh start and come as just a person for the most part it's either this is this person's friend and somebody who doesn't like the person who brought them to the group is already probably going to feel away about that friend understandably um but when this is a different show where everyone is starting afresh we're coming together as much as people kind of can give a side or show a side that they want people to see at the same time 
everyone is somewhat granted a fair opportunity to get to know each other without any preconceived notions about what they would have seen on TV. And they're even able to discuss, oh, what did you actually initially think of this person? And now, you know, you know, but I just think it's nice to see that they walked away from it. Unfortunately, you know, that wasn't the case for Kenya and Cynthia, but like they walked, they walked into this and were able to meet these new people and actually see a different side to them apart from what you would have heard or read online um, or watched on TV and walk away with genuine friendships. And like we were saying, the last time we spoke about it, it seems like it's actually genuinely unscripted. And even the way it ended, I can't say to you, my mind on that has changed. Like it still genuinely feels like this is the one housewife show that is truly, truly unscripted. It's not like anyone was placed in a certain scene for things to go a certain way. It's not like someone was brought to a certain event for things to go a certain way. It's not like we have Miss Yovana who's telling you I was that girl who was just put in there for a firework. You know what I mean? Like everyone was kind of starting on the same slate. And I think that's what's really nice about the show. I think it's going to be nice to see how it grows in upcoming seasons. Like, you know, they're all all-stars and, you know, it's just something about them making these new friends outside their costs, you know, and get people getting, having other people getting to know them for who they are. Which, you know, it's rare on Housewives to get someone truly know who you are, who you, huh? Why did the English dribble me? To get to know you for who you are. And so, because obviously these people had their preconceived notions of you. Kyle's were a little racist, but you ain't hear that from me. <clears throat> I mean, it's not like those have changed, but you ain't hear that from me either. Because how can she say, I heard they pull wigs in Atlanta? Like. Okay. <laughs> just say you knew they were blacks. And just, 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 and leave and say that and, and leave Just say, down. oh, no, I know they're black. Okay. <laughs> we'll leave it there. Like, because she's just doing way too much. Um, but yeah, like you said, it was really fun to watch. It was really interesting to see the vibes, to see, you know, what's going on. Um, I'm excited for next season because apparently that one is explosive and it's all ex-housewives. I didn't realize that they were all ex-housewives. So it's like, think oh, about it. Phaedra, um, Eva, they're all ex-housewives. They're not current housewives. I heard they were trying to get Monique on that one, but that's just tea I heard. I think I was even going to ask, how come they haven't included Potomac so far? Like, do you think it's a case of, like, it's still new that they, like, compromise them? No, I think they just haven't found someone to agree to go. Because remember, Giselle was, a, was meant to go for season one with Porsche. It was supposed to be Giselle, Porsche, and then I don't know who else they'd invite. But And then I think Porsche said something about traveling during COVID, even though her ass went to Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> So I think you probably heard who else was going from Atlanta. She said, child, anyway. I think they said, um, yeah, you're gonna be there with Kenya. And she's like, that's nice. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a boss. <laughs> Did you say I'm a boss? I'm a pass. Uh, if you said I'm a boss, I really uh, make me <laughs> but yeah, go on. <laughs> I did I even lost my train of thought. It's a common theme. Um, obviously, this one is now ex housewives. Yeah, um, but I'm, I'm excited for it like more probably even more so than this one like obviously it's a it's a new it's a new fresh take on housewives that we've never really seen before um so you never know what to expect and what you're gonna get but I know the second one is gonna be 
explosive and I know they're gonna show out and act a damn fool um <laughs> but it was also very interesting to see the people who were friends before and how they left I think it was more interesting to be honest if I'm being more if I'm being honest while it was interesting to see new dynamics start I did I was curious about the people who are, were friends before and who I didn't even know were friends before like Luann and Cynthia like why would yeah. I care why would I care who Cynthia's friends with also like that's not the most interesting person on housewives for you to care about hmm, i wonder who cynthia is friends with like please, please there's there's other there's other things that can be done um <laughs> in my please uh, <laughs> not serious so it's just it was cute um that Luann and Cynthia kind of stood up for each other, even though Luann did get caught up in the Kenya of it all. And I didn't like that prank they pulled on Luann. I mean, on Ramona, where they tried to make it seem like Luann was going to hook up with the guy. That was very, very bad. It was, but it was me. Like, and which is so funny that, like, the Bailey Q game was a whole thing. And now putting someone in emotional distress is fine. On purpose, mind you. Like, you know that what's her name you know that this baby is really not interested in this man but you're just gonna do it for the sake of doing it hmm, if i speak <laughs> you go that man. no i agree that was nice um there's something i wanted to actually say one second and i wanted to ask you if you thought the same um do you not feel like hearing Ramona opening up obviously would have given so much more context and perspective to why she acts the way she acts? Like, that's something that really surprised me. Um, and it's funny because throughout the show, throughout the different episodes, she kind of kept hinting about her childhood. She kept hinting at the things like her mom would say to them. Um, and it was just like, okay, oof, okay. And then now this last episode in her conversation with Kenya, and she obviously explains everything. In fact, with the, initially with the conversation with Teresa and Kyle, where she actually gets into more detail. Um, do you not feel like it gives so much like more perspective? And again, I don't even think that it then gives her an excuse because I do feel like as much as we, you know, we're all humans and we may all go through things, but that doesn't make it okay for us to go around treating people a certain kind of way. Um, but I definitely think it, 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 um, provides more context or gives more perspective to why she acts the way she acts. And I wanted to know if you thought the same. Um, don't get me wrong. I do love like added context, but I think we shouldn't like fall, like fall victim or fall into the trap of thinking that because such and such a person went through this, you know, it's okay for you to be like this. Ramona, the way Ramona treats people isn't okay. She should not be doing that. At all. It did, it did shed light on the on who Ramona is it made sense that clearly things are not okay and had they just turned um Kenya had they just opened with their traumas I mean obviously there's trauma bonding and we can have another conversation about that but had they just been open about that maybe they would have started off on a better foot or they would have given each other just a bit more grace and said you know what I know this person isn't like a malicious person because I never really thought Ramona was malicious maybe a little racist but i didn't think she was malicious she's not an evil <laughs> person she's just a little racist and yeah blacks <laughs> but it's true it's true you know that scene on the yacht actually pissed me off like when kyle was coddling ramona like she was about to be beaten up to a pulp 
I, I mean, see guys. Maybe my hatred for Kenya more, like, was than was greater than my hatred for racism. Ah, uh, uh, Kenya was dead wrong. Kenya was dead wrong for putting her paws on the girl. Cause what was the, like she's doing it like the girl was threatening her with the drink. She wasn't gonna do anything with the drink. She just wanted a sip of her little drink, and she <laughs> pulled it out, snatched it, threw it across the room. Hi. I would have put, but if someone put that, Mind if you. someone put the pose on Kenya, they're the problem. But I wanted to even say this is redemption for King Willie because Kenya was saying, "Oh, she doesn't know how to control herself. She's saying that I pushed her buttons and that made her act that way. Control yourself. Where's the self control now, Kenya? The self control queen herself wasn't able to control herself. She left the building, and I just mm. think it's funny how you know." After all that talk of being in control and understanding, nani, nani, nah. Look, look, look. look. She failed it for me. I think for me, it was just too triggering because I just felt like <clears throat> in that moment, I was just seeing every racist white woman ever. Like, how typical is it for her for them to run their mouths? And now that someone is now raging, it's not like, oh my God, why is she so mean to me? What is she going to do to me? <laughs> and now Kyle is she Why is that? Kiss? Why is that giving? Why is that giving Mia? She's so mean. And this is why I've said to you guys over and over again. This is why I continue to have a problem with. I know that you know sometimes you want the reaction to make sense, but at the same time you can't police people's reactions. Sometimes, like, oh, you, is this you, you saying this? No, I said some. Sometimes you can't police people's reactions. Sometimes, okay. obviously. With okay, Miss Girl, Miss Man. <laughs> Within reason, like obviously that I, I even said to you, even with the with the Mia situation, it's not okay for people to put the paws on each other. Even the whole throwing of lettuce and whatever, that was a problem. Like I don't know why Candace and she started with one leaf and in her head she felt like, oh, but I threw one leaf, I didn't throw the whole bowl. Don't it's like no, if you didn't start that, there wouldn't be a follow-through. And that's why I just feel like like Kenya rightfully said when they were having the conversation at the end, you can sit here and say all these things like, you know, I'm scared. Um, I was really nervous. And it's again, it's giving, oh, aggressive black woman. Because I'm not even being funny, guys. Kenya on their show has never been physical, like on Atlanta. So if it was maybe P. Willie and you said, I haven't seen the want fiasco. I saw you and Cynthia on the boat. Nobody said that about Cynthia, even though she kicked P. Willie across that boat. But it's Kenya more that you guys are like, oh, um, even Melissa, who Kenya was so willingly going to war for, was now calling her domineering. <laughs> I said, but this is your bestie. This is your new bestie. The one who's who coming through with the microaggressions of a strong domineering. Hmm, one, those are buzzwords. There was, she was so sexy and oh, they were so annoying. Like, get a room. I, Honestly, just go rub coochies and go to the day because at this point, you guys are wasting our time. Um, but yeah, I just felt like there, there, it stunk of racism. Like that whole moment where Kyle is just holding Ramona and it's like, oh God, poor Ramona. Even in that moment, which was so funny to me that Kenya had so much to say about Cynthia not backing her. But on that specific yard scene, Melissa was literally telling Kenya, Kenya didn't need to take it that far. All Cynthia said is, I don't remember Ramona being offside to me. Kenya was like, you didn't back me. It's fine. Not everyone's going to fight your battles. What battle of yours in Melissa fight? Well, that's who you're Like, not, nothing of... N- n- 
none of how Kenya acted on that on this trip or this show made sense to me. That's why I'm like, ultimately, I concluded that she was never really Cynthia's friend out of wanting to be Cynthia's friend or she willing desire to. It was a friend. Cynthia's a friend out of convenience because there's no one else in Atlanta who's going to. That's why I remember when um in the last season, at the very beginning, she was very, very excited about Latoya before she admitted about having this secret crush on Latoya. It was Latoya, 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 Latoya. When she felt like Latoya didn't have a back, when she saw Latoya for who she was, then now Cynthia married again. And I think I just wish Cynthia would have shone her eye a lot sooner because it would have saved her a lot of pain um, and a lot of hurt that she went through. Like, I finally saw the moment she was saying when it's just so sad to see Cynthia in that confessional, like, child, um, you know, I, I just want to go back home to my husband and my family. And she was so done yeah. to be out, even throughout that final dinner. You can see she's just like, pull it together, pull it together a few more hours. Like, she just didn't want to be there. And I think it's so sad. I just wish she had shown her eye a little bit sooner because she would have saved herself a lot of heartbreak, I feel. I don't know, that's right. But you see, that's what happens when you mess with Kenya. You get yourself in a situation where you genuinely think that these people are your friends or that they care for you and it turns out they don't. But, you know, because you didn't treat them like um, co-workers, which is what you should have treated them as, you end up looking like the fool. So uh, I do have sympathy for Kenya, but at the same time, I'm like, girl, you could have, you could have, you could have shown your eye a little bit more. You don't have to be smarter than that. Oh, you mean Cynthia? Yeah. No, no, I agree. She, she. Child, that wasn't cute. But all in all, did you enjoy? You enjoyed it, didn't you? I really enjoyed it. I can't wait for the second season. Um, and if anything, one thing about it is maybe want to actually tap into the other franchise a lot more. Um, I'm even a bit confused because I'm like, do I go and try to watch re- like where do I start in terms of what 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 shows or what franchises to recap? Because I'm definitely not gonna start from season one. But no, if I can get there's no, oh, no. but Beverly Hills, I would say Beverly Hills season one, the good season. But they're like season 12 or some shit. Okay, no, I'll tell you the good season. Beverly Hills season one to three are really good, but season two was dark because one lady was getting beat by her husband and, oh, no. and like the late like how do I tell it to you without telling you? So basically, and like she was covering for it, like she was covering for him when he beat her. So then the other ladies are like, don't come to us one day saying you guys are okay. And then the other day you come to us bruises and saying this is not right, this is not thing like like choose one you can't keep you are putting us in a bad situation because you can't sit there and watch but trying to act like this man is not hitting you like imagine you're trying to act like this man is not hitting this woman but she is not she's not sticking to her script like the story like once i know he hits you but you've told us he doesn't hit you so what i'm gonna follow what you're saying you aren't even following what you're saying it doesn't make sense anymore so pick one and she's she was so fed up she's like you need to get your story straight (laughs) And it was on camera and I'm like, like, it was, it was very, it was very intense. Um, I won't say how, oh, I could say how it ends because you probably wouldn't realize who it was. Like, he ends up like him, like taking himself out. It was really, really. Does it play out on the show? It plays, um, I think towards the reunion. I don't know if like, by the end of the season, I think he's. And they had troubles like child season two was so dark, but it was also pretty good in terms of how it was handled. Um, so I would say season one, two, three, Beverly Hills. 
season five of Beverly Hills. Season four, you can skip. It, there was just this one lady who they said she was a witch. And I don't know if anybody believed it. It was funny. <laughs> it was funny to think about that you actually thought she was a witch and she did something to you. Um, oh, no. And then after that, see, like Beverly Hills, it's not really, it's really fallen off. Honestly, but that's the only one I can advise you about. I'll ask Sadie about um, New Jersey, but I think, I think, yeah, I think we should get into like some other franchises. Let's, let's, let's expand our let's horizons. Our housewives horizons. Those two. I also finally want to start Salt Lake City. It's just that this weekend I was too ill. Um, but I definitely want to give to Salt Lake City, especially since there's only two. And from what I've been seeing online, the girls are eating it up. They love it. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm here for it. I Listen, just want to start. If Rihanna soon. likes it. If Rihanna likes it, clearly you're behind. That's true. <laughs> no, if Bad Girl really likes something, you might want to get on board. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely going to get into Salt Lake City. Um, OC is back. And I know he said OC. I think he was saying that I don't really need to start, like, watch old seasons. Um, OC... There's some pretty good seasons. The fake cancer storyline was a good. That was a good season. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll find you another one. Like when they went to Ireland, their cow trip was in Ireland. That was a good season as well. Oh, really? Who would have thought they would have gone to Ireland? Um, I think one of the ladies like was Irish. Like her. Oh, there's a scene I've seen. Um. Oh wait, is that the lady who they were saying bye, Kyle? The lady's man. They, who was that? No, they're British. They're on Beverly Hills. Not oh, because they sounded. When I heard the woman speak, I said, wait, it's a- Goodbye, Kyle. No, 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 no. They're British. Uh, okay. They're like, no, they're English. Let me not even say they're British. They're English. Okay. They're not Irish. Um, so yeah, they've been all over the gaff. And also, Real Houses of Dubai is coming out. Don't forget. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, when are they going to give us a trailer? Because they just gave us the sound. No, I think... I think it's coming. They're still filming, but apparently they've cast, they've done the cast photo. I'm mad that what's her name isn't on it. Huda is. Huda. That's what I said to my friend. I said, I wonder if Huda's going to be in it. Huda, damn near a billionaire, y'all. Huda ain't got time to be recording no housewives. It's true. Although she's not, she's not in the company like that. I think I saw something where she, like, she's taken. I think it's mainly Mona, isn't it? I said. There was a time, yeah. She was saying how she wants to take a step back or something like that which is strange to me but you know we ain't go here no questions for me child <laughs> <laughs> about the girl and her company um but yeah i'm i'm like i'm excited i'm excited to see what they give us so 2022 is looking promising for us um really? but okay. to switch on something a bit less housewives let's get into selling sunsets so, so. Let me. I want to hear your thoughts because you know how I was feeling last time. So I want to know now that you've caught up a little bit more. What has changed? For, for um, what I got what you were saying about um, Christine's expectations of friendship and being a bit unrealistic because she doesn't do the same. Like she wants you. If you're her friend, you are a ride or die. You do not question her. You toe the line. You say what we all said because. If it, like, I honestly heard, that was a, one of the first scenes where Davina made sense from start to finish. She said, it doesn't have anything to do with me, so I'm not really invested in how this ends. I don't know. If I don't know something, I don't know it, and I'm going to tell people I don't know. And, like, I don't know if Christine wanted her to lie. Like, it wasn't clear what, like, I, I think at some point that conversation got taken a bit out of context, because I wasn't clear. Was Christine saying, 
you should have lied and said you knew what they were talking about. But when everybody knew um, Davina did not work for the agency then, like how was Davina going to lie about something she didn't know about? But this is why I was saying it's a problem because first of all, I remember even saying to my friend, at the very least, she could have given Davina a heads up that I've said that you're the one I told. That you know I've, I mean? lied. I've lied that on you. Please. So I've lied on you. Please, please, please don't change the line. Just say yes, yes, yes. Because first of all, you're, you're lying. You've lied and you've said you told Davina this. Davina is doing this for the first time. She said, yeah, me. She said she told me. Me, Ken, me. And that's the thing. You haven't told Davina that you've lied on her name. At the very least, if she'd given Davina a heads up. Davina, if she, it would have probably been bad vibes generally, but it's writing for your friend. She could have been like, yes, granted, I wasn't at the company at the time, but she still did tell me when I first joined, when we first became friends, that this happened. So this isn't a new story that I'm hearing. You know what I mean? It, it still would have been like, okay, she's still lying, but then she's not really lying about telling Davina. And at least this is now not only coming up now that Emma is here. But you lie. You don't tell Davina that you lied. Your lie also doesn't make sense. The same that Davina wasn't even at the Oppenheim group yet. So what are you talking about? Like, the lie doesn't even make sense. And I think Christine sometimes is someone, get, you know, I don't know if you've ever been around this kind of person who gets carried away with their lies that they're just going and going and going and they get so caught up in what appears to be the adrenaline and lying that they're not even stopping to think, okay, I've gone too far with this lie. What? You, you told Davina and I think she was just enjoying the fact that Vanessa was eating up anything she was saying because that was the only person who came who was completely unbiased. It was a fresh set of ears. This was the one person who you could give completely whatever narrative you wanted to paint, you can give Vanessa. And I know she got too excited, but hmm. What I will say is Vanessa has been treated so terribly by everyone on that cast. Vanessa was a go between those two camps. And I'm just watching it like, girl, this what you signed up for? You signed up I to also think, between. I also don't think, I think my, my sympathy for Vanessa is capped at 40% for the mere fact that at the very least, yeah, I'm so sorry, if I'm a, hi, yeah, yeah, yeah. if I'm a new person in the space, I'm not eating this shit up. If I can see I've walked into an office environment and it's clear walls are between here and here, let me face my front and be Switzerland. The thing is, once she found, um, or she heard Christine's story first, which it's not her fault that Christine got to tell her side first, whatever version of that story was. When this side, they're now saying, oh, this is what it said. She was fighting, like, no, that's not what happened. You guys don't know how Christine feels. Miss Mamas, you came the other day. You don't know any of these people to, to be able to discern who's lying to you and who's not. And that, for me, is why I was so stressed out by Vanessa. Like, it's fine to obviously no, believe she was being used. She was being used by both the producers and the people on the cast. But, but that's the thing. My thing is maybe, okay, you know what, you're right. Maybe if the producers were giving, I, do blame, her I well. don't blame her. I said, this is a producer thing because no way is this girl going to be jumping. And then one day she's telling um Chriselle, oh, I don't think like we're very close anymore. Like, I really want to like Vanessa. She, I think out of, out of everyone, she seems, she seems like a bit like Amanza in that she's quite genuine and this is genuine who she is. And, you know, she shared her grief, her everything. I really do want to like her, but I think the go between, I think I don't want her to pick a side because picking a side just makes it so toxic. But I think 
if she could just have a core friend or a core group of friends because she just kind of uh, floated also the way that i suppose is because she's new <clears throat> but i just think think of yourself in that situation even if you're being used i don't think you'd be used that easily I, I wouldn't let myself be used. But this is why I'm saying my 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 sympathy has to be kept because I just think looking and obviously that's unfortunate with any situation or any show. I need to try not to, but for the most part, I'm gonna look at it as if it were me. There's just no way I'm getting into a new environment, and whatever this person's saying, I'm like, yeah, where does bond? I've just gotten here, mind you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All these people are saying. Mm-hmm blinking a lot this girl can be a bit shaky and i'm just like no but you guys don't even understand she's so hurt that's why i was like ah, what is it like what have they banned judge on you for you to be riding you want to roll with the big boys ah. <laughs> now you're the wrong kitty kitty you're the wrong kitty kitty yeah. ah. it was too I much think- it was too much it was too much and i think for me um another thing that this is why, and I'm I'm sure maybe now you saw what I was saying about um Maya. It just makes it confusing because I think even at the dog party, there was a time where Vanessa was genuinely confused, and you see her going to Maya trying to be like, okay, this person's been here a long time. What are your thoughts? Balance me. Maya, one minute she's a, here, one minute she's there. Minute, give me an, an unbiased you know, picture of you, who, who's telling the truth here telling truth here because Maya is the one person who genuinely does seem like she's she's unbiased she's here to make her money go back home might come yeah, back Maya, does, Maya does not care about those people so that might be the, the most impartial opinion but at the same time Maya just doesn't help because one minute she's saying because remember when she went to think of Vanessa and Vanessa was like oh so what is it about Michelle she was like she said something and then she was shaking her head that was contradicting what she's saying and then she laughed like it's one of those like oh it's, it's so it's christine really horrible and she's like what no no she's not and then she laughs and it's like you're not really helping you're nodding and you're, you're kind of making light of the situation but this person is clearly in the middle and they actually need your your actual unbiased view and opinion because at this point clearly they're like what is happening like what is actually going on and Maya can't do that. One minute she's here, one minute she's there, and that's stressful to me. Yeah, um, I think Maya, Maya is clearly a sniper from the side because there was a time, I think they made someone made a joke. Actually, she made the joke. I don't know where they were. I think they were, they were, they were doing something, and then they, she made a joke about um Christine. I don't know if she said, "Oh, that could be Christine listening to our conversation," something like that, something to the effect. And I'm thinking Maya. But I you think Maya is one of those people who probably says shady jokes and says all these things. So you never really know, Maya, are you my, fr-? like, she's one of those people you can look and say, are you, like, are you my friend? Like, are you my friend? I remember the last time we spoke about Sunny Sunset. This is what I said to you. When this show aired, I'm pretty sure all these women watched the show on Netflix and were stunned at the things Maya was saying. Because if Christine sees that and she sees Maya say that, she's going to be like, hmm? That's not the same Maya that when she's with me, she's saying, oh, Krishal this, or oh, Mary this, or oh, Jason's always favoring me. That's, that's, not, that's not giving the same energy. And now you're joking around like this, like, she's a little bit just all over the place for me. Um, but I do agree that it's unfortunate that, that Vanessa's first season 
was entirely spent on being dragged in between <laughs> these two camps because at the end of the day apart from where she came from what she's trying to do we didn't see anything else we barely saw her sell any houses if any um and that's the thing that that really sucked about the season for me is the fact like this was so heavily focused on christine the element about the houses was lost like fine people sold houses but it was nowhere near as much as the last couple of seasons everything was just so 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 focused on christine and christian and their baby and their baby shower and heather and Tarek not being invited and then now this happened and like like we said the last time we saw what selling sunset it was literally the christine queen show i really have no interest for anything outside of christine because it's like why like like i mean what i will say one thing that started pissing me off i realized it quite late this thing of every time Emma sees a house, she acts like she's gonna buy it. Girl, you ain't gonna buy shit. Shut oh, shut the fuck <laughs> up. Because she knows she's not about to buy nothing. Emma's the boss. This is why I sent you that time. Emma's the boss that Mia thinks she is. It's with, with her shady ass empanadas. <laughs> with her burger. I'm wait, I don't know if I imagine, <laughs> but was there an episode where um Vanessa was like Burger empanada. That confession was so fun, funny because you can see her be offended and equally confused. Like, huh? Equal part. Huh? Not even just burger. Cheeseburger empanada. She said cheeseburger empanada. Like, I, I'm, cu- I'm curious, but I'm also kind of offended. <laughs> no. Emma needs to, needs to get a group. And I remember the time you sent me that picture of what the empanadas actually look like. Jail. And it's actually really unfortunate that, like, Caucasian people can actually get away with so much. Because you can say murder. <laughs> no, they can kill. Because the whole show, they didn't actually show... When she came out with the empanadas, they didn't zoom in. It's when that picture that you sent me on Twitter of showed the actual... I said, ah, this is what she's selling. And she's calling it an empanada. Okay, cool. Like, I'm really, I'm very unimpressed with Emma. And I get why you compared her to Mia. She was the Mia of this show. All the time, she's a millionaire. Like, even her backstory, when they talk about how she saved her family, I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm, sure. It was was actually, you know, my money that actually saved the family business. And you know what? It's one of those things that true as that may be. I just feel like it gets to a point where your entrepreneurial background and current journey just can't become your personality trait. Especially with Emma. Again, all we got was the story about her empire, her empanada empire, and the situation with her and Christine. What else about you? Like, surely there has to be more to you than that. Surely. And that rented, what you might call that rented private jet for her first. <laughs> Ugh, that show pisses me off. But actually, there was something I really did want to discuss with you. And I think it's going to hamper the success of this show. But remember how I keep saying it's unrealistic for them to not talk to um, Christine. Now, I think there was a debate on Twitter about this once, about greeting coworkers and getting along with coworkers. I am... I'm still fresh in the workforce. I am not, you know, I'm not going to act like I'm versed in navigating corporate. But I will say, even if I had the most beefiest beef with someone, I would still, in front of everybody else, 
at least keep it civil. I would, oh, hi, you know, just, just, I enter the room, hi. Don't ask how you're doing. Don't say your name, just hi. So that no one can say, I didn't greet you. I did greet you. And maybe I didn't put in very much emotion, but like, and I think that was what I, my thing is that this show cannot last very long if you're going to try to convince me that people can say, oh, Davina's vibe is off. Listen, at the end of the day, the Oppenheim, whatever, they're running a business. They're not trying to make everybody besties. What's his name is flipping houses every two weeks, like they said. So at the end of the day, this thing that, oh, if you're going to be a bad vibe in the office, you're not going to like last year or that well, we've got a good zen. At the end of the day, yes, you do want a positive work environment, but you're there to make money. You're there to do your job. Those are your bosses. You can't come and say, we don't want Davina working here because Davina like brings the vibe of the office down. No. And I think if they don't check that, if they don't somehow find a way to make the premise of the show work a bit more and just have that, you know what, guys, this is a business. This is a place of work. You have to act appropriately or you're out, whatever. But I think it's going to affect the ability of this show to go on very long because how long can we suspend belief that they don't talk to Christine in the office. Christine is your workmate. If Christine has someone, a listing, or she has someone who can buy your house, you're going to check with Christine, regardless of how you feel about her. Man, it pisses me off. And I, I and I get what you mean. And that's probably why um, Jason and Brett probably still made the decision to bring Davina back anyway. Because at the end of the day, even Jason said when he was speaking to the ladies that at the end of the day, she's good at selling houses. And this is an estate agency. Like, this is, this is what we're here for um and i think the problem with the nature of selling sunset right is the fact that they're trying to strike this balance between reality tv and it being super entertainment entertaining sorry where it's bordering you know like that housewivesy love and hip maybe not obviously as extreme but a lot of entertainment value where you see a lot of these people's personal lives um as well as the house or the brokerage stuff aspect to it and i think that's where it's tricky to combine the three because first of all just the general dynamic that jason once dated mary and then they broke up and now they're friends and then he was also best friends him and Mary were really close friends with Amanda because Amanda and Mary were best friends at the time that she was with Jason. Like all of these dynamics already means because you can see how in season four of Selling Sunset, Jason had to remind Amanda at many different points like, Kana, you're now at work. This is now not me and you being friends. You're going to have to do this. You're going to have to do this. That constant reminder was needed. And now obviously she's, she's gotten the grasp or the hang of it. But I think as far as the office dynamics go, there's still so much of this this is why we were saying um that time that it comes across scripted because there's still a big focus on it being entertaining and so that's why you get the whole the way they speak to each other sometimes they forget they, they check their professionalism at the door all in the name of being entertaining like you said it just i also haven't been in corporate that long but like it just doesn't make sense to completely air someone and act like they don't exist because it's going to come a point you need to speak to that person whether you're speaking about a certain client or you need to help, you need help or you need, the, you are going but to cross the up. It doesn't work. You know, you don't say nothing. And there's only two of you in the office and you have a deadline. You tell me you're not going to speak to Samantha over there. You are, you know what I mean? And then, like you said, even apart from it not being professional, we spoke about this last time. It's actually just not nice. There's no need. You don't need to be someone's friend, but a simple hello. Like there was no need for Krishap to just sit there in silence. You can say hi. Um, 
same goes for everyone else who's trying to do the whole silence thing like it just gets to this point where it's like but at what cost and i think that's the issue because i don't know if you ever watched million dollar listing um okay maybe not even million dollars because it was about to say oh there was this one show that was briefly on i think it was vh1 love and listings ciao there's a show that was once on i think vh1 or bt or like oprah's network whatever last year i think and they must have had like only two seasons or something and i think it may have been cancelled but when it was also like a group of people that um they got their real estate license and then they work at a certain group but the thing that they show you a lot more of is the more personal side but business side so it's not like where they all work for one group but at the end of the day when it's time for work work is work and then sometimes we obviously tussles or drama or situations happening between this person needs this and then now you work for this brokerage the other person is there you might need to talk because you're you've listed a house that person's even for a house so you might talk but at the end of the day the professionalism is never lost even in cases where people have tussled people don't like each other they will firm it they will smile or whatever they usually have these weekly like link ups where they all network and blah 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 and these open houses and at the end of the day the professionalism is never lost and that show just didn't seem scripted um to some extent obviously reality tv is obviously always going to be scripted or manipulated for it to go a certain kind of way but it just shouldn't show whereas the selling sunset like you said at so many different points were questioning the authenticity of the show or just how how much of it is real because the most of it seems scripted we're now questioning the longevity of the show and like you said it's for that reason because it's it's just not realistic it's it doesn't make sense and i think it's quite interesting also i was even going to ask don't you find it quite interesting how granted jason talks way too much but brett for the most part is literally just there to work team meeting and he's out and then we spend months That's Who's how I know movie? Brett is the richer twin. <laughs> Brett is 100% the richer twin because he stays out of people's business. He doesn't care about anyone's personal life. It's always Jason. Why is it always you? Hey. No, it's always Jason. It's always Jason. I think last season Brett only had like the new house thing and whatever, but other than that he's not in people's business. Jason. It's no surprise he's the one who ends up with Trisha. Not him. Uh-huh. messy boots messy boots. who else <laughs> who else couldn't have been who else which i don't blame you for think or for having those thoughts about how because i even said to you judging by how this season went i don't even think i'm interested to see how the next season goes the only the literally the only reason i'm watching is to see how kushal and jason played out and if they don't even focus on that and waste our time there's literally no need for that next season because you can't ride off of Christine's coattails for a whole season it doesn't make sense so I'll give that lady her own show and let's call it a day cuz might as well be yeah i i think now that like we're out of like the lockdowns that we were in like last year the show is really going to have an issue remaining relevant because part of why we watched it was cuz we was locked up in the house you know what i'm saying so to now have us you know with a semblance of freedom well some of us um <laughs> if you don't make i don't want to regret these words and think <laughs> you want to lose our freedom but yeah. um, i imagine that now that we're out we're going to look at this show with different eyes and ask ourselves is it a good show and is 
the concept that what is happening, what they're saying is happening. Does that make sense to me? That if I work with someone that I just won't speak to them, I'll take pictures of them, I'll act like they don't exist. Even if, yes, there is added elements to this, they're quote unquote celebrities and everything. But, and it, I don't know if you've noticed that it seems because of they moved away from maybe season one and two, every episode they're showing you a house. I mean, yeah, they are still showing us houses, but the focus is no longer the houses and trying to get the houses sold. It's now, it's now fully fledged into the being the Christine show. Wait, wait, wait. You're going to have to go back and repeat that because I was like, and I imagine on the recording it'll do that. Just go back to basically the point about it. If you go from season one and two, I'm sorry. There's this tweet I'm looking for, even. That's why I've been looking down. It was a tweet about. Megan and basic Megan the stallion something about her wig that there was that like she had a business I don't know if it's a business wig like I've been I've researched business wig courthouse wig court wig congress wig they said something some kind of wig uh-huh. that it was the, that the wig she wore for the ceremony was a yeah, business. Really- hey, it was it was it was a you know it was a serious it's yeah. like she was rolling with the big boys no but it, it, it really was she was chilling with the big boys Chad, you telling me <laughs> Okay, I'll keep looking. Okay, okay. Should we go back? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like seeing as like how we're like getting out, we now have a bit more freedom. One could, one could wonder if as we get more freedom and we're not quote unquote forced to watch Selling Sunset because we're locked indoors, we're gonna start wondering if this concept actually does make sense to you that these people work together. They don't sell that many houses apparently. Um, but you know, Emma is able to rent a private jet, but then again, she saved her family from ruin. So, you know, <clears throat> but it just, the, the, the concept just becomes a lot more hard to believe as you watch the further we go. And I don't know how they're going to sell the season where Brett and, um, Brett, is it Brett? Yeah. Brett and, um, Crystal. Jason, and Jason and it's Jason. Jason. The quiet one. Brett is the quiet one. Jason is the one who talks. I told you. We discussed this last week. I can't tell the difference. I just know the <laughs> quiet one. And Jason is one. the one who all up in everybody does is a bit talking. Okay. Um, let me double check. Unless I'm not feeding the people incorrect information, but I'm pretty sure it's Jason. You check on it. Was, there was that um scene. Did you see the scene I was talking about with Sim Liu? See, 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 he's like, he, I, I don't like you know I don't like Rochelle but they had good chemistry but Jason didn't like it Ugh, Jason is a short but he came in now that's a short man pushing 40 like yes it's Jason it's Jason um yes and you saw how when Krishan and Simi had good chemistry. They kiki king, they're bouncing off each other. Jason just comes, oh guys, I've actually closed this house on da 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 da. Mind you, if anyone else had done the same thing, Jason would have caught them for being unprofessional. He's so childish. That's when I knew I said, is this twin for sure? He's so childish. Like, <laughs> I get why they bullied, why the girls bullied. Like, I used to feel bad when they bullied them. Now I don't, because th- those men are just not good people. Like, well, not both of them. The one who's messy, the one I don't know, one who's oh messy boots head ass. Messy boots, that's it. That's it. That's it. Well, he's messy, even the whole inviting Christine thing when you know Mayor Christine at war. No. Like I, I get no. why I, I, I was on his side. It's a work. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, hold on. 
that one wasn't a work function. It's a party for their dog, bro. It's a party for a dog that him and Mary own. Yeah, My thing the, is, it's fine ex, if you want to invite her. I don't ex, mind him inviting her. The ex her. is anyway. The ex is anyway. No, no. That's fine, but... but the dog, the problem, should, dog should be dead. Dog years. One, <laughs> one year in a human is seven dog years. The do- I did the math. The, the dog is 14, so that makes it 100 or something. That dog is on its way out. Like, really, you sat there crying about a dog that's on its way out. Like, that dog, it really was not. That dog, the dog party and the dog argument, it was not deep. It was just. Oh, drop, let drop. me out. Let me let this clean land. The thing is, that wasn't a work party. That was a personal party. But whether we, whether the dog is, is you know, knocking on Heaven's door or not. The dog is still alive and is still owned by Jason and Mary. My thing is, let's say you don't have any issues with Christine. That's fine. At the very least, let Mary know. Because you know this girl has issues with this girl. And that was my only thing. He let Mary go on and on and on about how she was invited. She was invited last week. Like, oh, I invited her. Why didn't you tell Mary? And the reason why you invited her is because you knew Mary wasn't going to invite this girl. Why would you not tell Mary? Okay. That's so, not like he's messy. He knew a fight was going to ensue. My main thing was just, just say something. But Don't wait for Christine to walk through and Mary to now lose her shit and be caught off guard. What gives? Hmm? What's her name didn't care. The funny thing is, we're saying all this, but what's, his, what, the, what's the person's name? Christine yeah. herself didn't actually give a damn. Of course she wouldn't. Of course she oh. wouldn't. That's why I'm not going to hear it. She herself didn't care, damn. No, honestly, I think it's fair and fine for um, for him to have invited her. I, do, I honestly don't have an issue with him, because at the end of the day, you know how I'm always saying, not everyone can inherit every single beef. That's fine. But just say something. And this girl is just there like, what? You invited her? That's why I say the premise that this is an office is not going to hold because now when someone you don't like gets invited, it's like, no, but we work with her. Do you want me not to invite her if I was inviting everybody from work? But when in actual fact, it's no, we don't like her. Like <laughs> a lot of the things we say hold up. They're not going to hold up. Hi. But in any case, let's take our asses to Mexico. <laughs> Mexico. And the name of this episode is Mexico. I want you to know that. That's fine. Can I just say, I can't even believe this. I love Dennis, guys. Why is he so much fun? Of course, will beat him. I will. <laughs> I will. That scene when he was taking shots with Lonnie and Lauren. <laughs> I was like, this guy is so fun. He's so much fun. He is such a good vibe. Like there's nothing, there's I don't see I don't see anything wrong with him. Yeah, he cheats a little bit. Who doesn't? No, for real. And the funny thing is, um, so many people have been saying the same thing about how well he's coming off the show. Um, one of my friends, Python, she listens to our podcast. She literally messaged me today. She was like, I literally like Dennis so much now. This show has helped his PR immensely. And I couldn't agree more because she was like, she's even now finding herself rooting for him. And I'm like, girl, I don't blame you. And it doesn't make sense because the show was not made to save his character. Well, not that for Portia's character, but it's not making Portia look good. I can tell you that much. 
Like, Portia just looks a bit... I'm not going to say what she looks, but she doesn't look very smart as a result of the show. Because... Why, why are you holding on to this man's jacket? Like... And I just think at some point, right, personally, if I was Simon, I would be seeing all the red flags, all the smoke, the fire itself, the explosion, like... The principle of somebody, and I, this is the thing. We've always spoken about how two things can be right at the same time. But I can agree with Portia that if you're having to bribe someone to come to a retreat where people are supposed to be healing and whatever, whatever, whatever that person doesn't need to be there because they're not being there out of them actually wanting to be there. They're being there because you bribe them with this room. That's the first thing. The second thing, but why are you so pressed about this robe? Even thought of the fact that you still were in possession of this robe. You are able to sit here with your chest and say, who took, who broke into, I mean, why would you break into my house and take something, take that robe up out of my house? No, why you but you don't know, you, you don't know the reasons why Portia kept the robe. I don't know the reason. That's why they're asking her, why does the matter say, no, she doesn't owe us an explanation. I'm an, I love P. Willie, okay? I know this is a P. Willie stan account, but baby. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I know. We can't her on the road. I know it's questionable. Don't get me wrong. It's questionable. <laughs> but they, I don't, like, y'all need to leave the girl alone. Who, Leo, you're being a Porsche stan right now. Listen, once you, <laughs> once you let these thoughts consume you and you start letting the ego, don't let the devil use you. Don't let the devil use you. And you're letting the devil use you by entertaining <laughs> all these thoughts. I am not gonna let the, I'm not gonna question it. She it was in her house. It wasn't the principle of that she wanted him. It was just it was in her house. It was in her house and she didn't want to leave her house. But what else did you think about the episode? Talk to me. Um, I really like. I don't know if I like Portia's sister. I'm the 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 verdict, the jury. The jury is still out on her. There's something there that I do like, but there's something there that I don't like as well. Um, she's a bit Mexico. I don't know why, but something about her gives Mexico. Whereas um, I'm more, I'm more, um, I'm more, I'm more, I'm more taking to her cousin, Portia's cousin. Um, Londi, Lonnie? Londi or Lonnie. I like her. I like her. I like her. She doesn't take mess. She doesn't let anybody talk to her crazy. Um, I love that. Like, you need to sometimes, you need to sometimes, you know, buck up a little. Because the girls, the girls, they want to tussle. You know these girls, they are not afraid to tussle. <laughs> That's true. And I think in this group, you have to, in a lot of these TV shows, in a lot of these whatever, you have to, you know, you have to bug up your chest. Otherwise, people will treat you and talk to you all kinds of crazy. I guess, but at the same time, like, make it make sense, if that makes sense. Like, the things that you're going to bug up for, don't go too well for things that don't make sense. And by who's that, I mean... Who's doing that? Lonnie. It doesn't make sense, girl. And I know she don't want to take the disrespect from Storm. But the thing is, even Storm, that being said, she wasn't even being disrespectful as in Pusha's other cousin. Lonnie was so hell-bent. This girl is, doesn't know what she's talking about. 
by the moment they told the story at the whole table, everyone at that table knew what they were talking about. Hmm. It's just that nobody else was going to engage in it. I'll, and I'll, I think the point that Storm was trying to drive home is actually the point that Pusha made, which was it just shouldn't have been stolen from the thing. That's what Pusha's trying to say. That's not what happened. You didn't even listen. Miss Mamas, they literally just repeated the exact same story that you and Lauren just told. And I think sometimes there are certain people who, in my opinion, it's not necessarily a bully tactic, but like, you know, when you spot the weakest in the room or the person that you know for sure I can take. Because that same dream she had for Storm. Yeah. Yeah. Because the same dream she had for Storm, she didn't have for Pusha, but she wasn't saying those things to Pusha. What she was saying to Portia is this one doesn't know what she's talking about. But the same thing, the same information you gave Portia, you gave Storm, and everybody else sat at this table right now. That's why everyone else, including messy ass Miss Gina, was asking, but what is just a robe? <laughs> Even Portia's grandmama in her confession was like, You mean to tell me? No, that was um her aunt. No, it wasn't Darlene. That was the the, the old the, the grandma, no? No, that was. Porsche's grandma's grandma Iona. Oh, so who's this one? That is, I think that's Lonnie's mom. Because they came from the same house. Okay, but it doesn't matter. That one, that one is anyway, whatever. At the end of the day, that she was explicit, obviously, how um she's just so shocked at the fact that it's a room. But the main thing is everyone at that table found out the information at the same time because Lauren and Lonnie or Londi explain themselves and i just felt like lonnie or londi i was called lonnie i wrote it as lonnie was, 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 directing, <laughs> was directing her energy at storm and no one else and i just felt like it's because whether they have issues from before but she felt like this one i can take on her so this is where i'm gonna direct all my energy and that's why i'm like it's okay to not what or you know to not be afraid to back up but let it be for things that make sense you simply just cannot pick and choose who you're going to have info based off of who you feel like if it was time to put the pause on someone, who can you take? That, that to me, doesn't make sense. And it's quite baseless, especially considering the fact that you literally just sat and told the table why or what happened with you and Lauren. Lauren even then went to say a point that opposes you, saying, okay, but we know Dennis is messy. And she said it eventually. And that's why Portia was like, okay, so at the very least, don't gaslight what I'm saying. And when I'm saying Dennis is messy or Dennis doesn't care, you've now admitted it, at least validate that because don't guess I didn't make it seem like I'm talking out of my ass. You've literally just admitted, you know, Dennis is messy or whatever the case he is. May messy be. Though. It's a separate issue to address why she cares about the robe, but what she's addressing at this point in time is still very valid. One, why are you stealing things from my house? Two, why do you feel the need to bribe someone? And I think even for Lauren, it, it's something that's going to make her storyline questionable in the sense that you're trying to sell us that you're obviously trying to be heavier into, you know, the spiritual realm and like meditating and being a leader, a spiritual leader of sorts. But if that's the case, you of all people should know that it's not by force that you can force someone to go to this retreat, especially if you had to bribe them with the robe. Half the time with the rub your hands with this water, clap three times. He wasn't even doing it either. Even Simon, I don't know if it was the Nigerian him, he said mm, too much. <laughs> he was watching everybody clap three times, rub their hands in this water, water. He said, mm, mm, mm. it's about me. I don't I don't mess with that. I don't mess with that. <laughs> Maybe y'all um, do, but I'm good. <laughs> I'm good over here. But this is the thing. That's why I'm just like. 
in terms of um another specific Kazanoni, I don't really take too well to her. I think also at many different scenes in the episode, it feels like in my head, I'm like, pushes your cousin, Mona Lauren pushes your sister. There's so many different points that feel really messy in the things that they're saying. There's something Lauren said about um no, not Lauren, Lonnie, when she was discussing the family dynamics, I see that they are from Porsche's dad's side of the family and the other people are from Porsche's mom's side of the family. And she was like, she said something that was like, mm, I'm not really going to say that they're country bumpkins, but you know, this is different in the way we're brought up. And I think that's so rude. Like that is, <laughs> and I don't think it's, it's a thing of, you know, sometimes people can see different people from different backgrounds differently there's nothing we can do. We can see people who come from different upbringings differently. But to say that on TV about someone's family and it's your cousin's mom's side of the family. And I'm like, this is why people on the dad's side of the family barely beat the allegations. Because how can you say that libel on TV? Mind you, the only reason you're sitting in this confessional is because of the same person you're saying, her mom's side of the family, their country bumpkins. And then you're going to come on TV and say that. It's the same as Lauren Howard saying last time we spoke about them, like, it doesn't really seem like she's really out to defend her sister. And I understand disagreeing with your sibling on their choices. And I also understand it's not to say that just because this is Pusha's show and everyone's on it, they should just be yes men. But there's something within the, the choice of words and the way they say things pertaining to this whole Simon thing, because they really had a deep issue with obviously Pusha's mom's side of the family praising Simon. And I was like, oh, all of a sudden, you would swear they come from Dennis's family, the way they were so upset with the mom's side of this family praising Simon and they seem to really take a strong liking to Dennis for whatever reason but like it's just a little bit odd like I can't tell if it's really because um is it really like even with the whole rope thing was it really about bargaining was it that you love Dennis that much um same as with the whole thing about Lauren wanting to make sure that Dennis stays in the same suite so that he doesn't get other babes. I get what she's trying to do, but it's all giving weird. Yeah, I get what you mean. It is very strange how like so how um the mom's side of the family versus the dad's side of the family, but we all have those dynamics. And I think it's meant, I think it's probably meant to be a bit relatable that your mom's side of the family and your dad's side of the family are two different people at the end of the day. And you get along with them differently and also how many people actually have had the pleasure or the opportunity to mix them I think yeah I can't think of a situation there are very few situations I've been in where my mother's side of the family had to interact with my dad's side of the family and even if your parents are together or like not together anymore it's still a very strange situation where like because why what there's I can't think of a situation where they would be asked to be together in the same room can you no, I can't. So I get what you mean in that case. But like, I think times in my family anyway, where we have ended up having that happening, it may have been like a wedding or like there was a time, for example, when it was my dad's 60th and there would have been members from both sides of the family and stuff. Um, well, as much as could be there. But nonetheless, it's not a frequent thing. It's not a common thing. But I do just think to this is something I'm always saying. Remember how we spoke about with Molly about the delivery of things sometimes. It's always in the delivery of things and the choice of word. Like the choice of words that you're using. Country bumpkins. Country bumpkins. And there's no way that like... Y'all get so damn 
y'all get so damn offended. What's wrong calling somebody up? If they're a little bit country, you know, a little bit hood, a little bit. But, me, but this is it. <laughs> Please, you guys will say that until when when the Caucasians start doing it now, it's oh my god, racismo. That's when you find it's a problem. Racial, racial profiling, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I, no, I would just gladly. I think that's so wrong for for her to do that. Like, and it's fine to be like, oh, you know, we grew up in different settings. Like, they probably grew up more in the south, or they grew up also more. Also, about it. She bumpkins. Portia's hey. dad, dad's family is clearly the one with money because remember, um, Portia is a Williams through her dad. So, like, that was yeah. the the freedom fighter, and that kind of they had like charity. They would do charity dinners. They would do all sorts of things, and I don't imagine that Miss Diane came from very much. No offense to her. Love the woman, but I don't think she came from very much, if I'm being honest. So it would make sense. Yes, maybe the choice of words was wrong, but what do you want her to do, die? Curl up in, curl up in under a rock and die? No, it's not that. I just do want to... I was just explaining that. I, for, for those reasons, I don't really take well to her vibe. And I think it, it, it's going to be further explored. And you know, a lot of the time when I pick up on some of these things, because there's something that's just a bit odd, something that's just, it's not giving, it's not making sense to me, in my opinion, anyway. There's something about her that's really, really off. Um, and for some reason, I just feel like, hmm, sister, what, what is the meaning of this one? What in be this? I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that country bumpkin thing. I think it's fine to be like, oh, they grew up in the country. Even explaining that, you know, we grew up more closer to the city than them. So you can see that. Because at the end of the day, she ended up by saying there's a difference in upbringing or whatever between the two sides. Say that. Calling someone country, it's the same as, um, and I don't know if there's, you know, anyone or many listeners from Botswana. someone KYS or whatever. Yes, maybe you grew up in the village or whatever, but like, it's the wedding. Somebody doesn't need to call you KYS or be like, oh, you're so rigid or you're so this or, you know what I mean? And I think to say that about someone's family, especially at the end of the day, how is Pusha supposed to feel? Because it's all fair and fine for you to think these things, but when it's now your cousin, that's something that's still going to hurt her feelings. True or not, it's going to hurt her feelings. Or has the potential to hurt their feelings. And I don't think she really considered that. Of I don't care, damn. She married a man with a private jet. <laughs> no, no. Because you, you can see that that family is close. Like in terms of Miss Diane, Miss Darlene. And I think it's a grandma Iona or something. Yeah. That's not nice. They're going to take offense to that. Fine. I guess they might, you know, they might <laughs> Boo-hoo. Yes, I've come to, to be the good vibes, please. Oh. Okay. Watch out, y'all. <laughs> like, honestly, just let me be bad vibes and stand bad vibes, people in my like I do it well, don't I? No, you do. You 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 do. You do. Do you have anything else to say or can we wrap this up? I think this is we're about two hours, but I'm gonna cut it down. I'm gonna cut it down to like about one one forty something. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. So um, hold on. I think we covered everything. Yeah, I'm just looking at my notes. <clears throat> yeah, 
I think, yeah, that, that's all I have for this week. I'm quite excited to see how the rest of the trip goes. I also just want to say, and this may come across bad vibes or shady. Oh, or whatever. Lord, what's she about to say? I just feel like Dennis got way too much money from his Gina's hair and dressing to be like that. Did you see the scene when they were in the shop with the brown wig? I have I said, to, I remember <laughs> when I was watching this Miss Gina, I literally wondered, I'm like, so when Dennis's dad was alive, I'm, I'm not sure about that situation. <laughs> he never gave her a little sums. Like, she acts like the money was made when Dennis was in his 30s. Come on, mamas. Come. Like, you're going to have to give us better than that. Even her confession. Like, I know I said her confessional look gave, but that was taking the piss. Like, come on. No, it, it's, it's a game because it was significantly different to how she looks now. But it also was like... You, you had a few... You had a few question marks when you saw the the the, the Yeah, I said, wait, Miss Gina. <laughs> I was definitely like, Oof, okay, but still, Dennis got way too much money for her to be. When she was in that shop with Dennis, when Dennis was telling her about new information, new information. Oh, this is even something I actually forgot to touch up on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Am I the only one who kind of feels like Miss Diane was giving an excuse about she woke up and she couldn't go? Miss Diane knew she couldn't say that shit to. To Miss Gina. Gina, she couldn't say to her face. She didn't have I, the energy. I don't know if it was a throwing hands thing. I'm not gonna lie to you, but I know she thought she, she knew she couldn't get away with it. She, I think she said maybe, about it. maybe they were drinking and she said something. No, because even her reaction, and um, when Portia told her, was a bit like, hmm? wasn't like, huh? Like, do you know what I mean? It wasn't and like she uh, said, I will swear to God. But I definitely ain't say that. I can't believe she's lying on my name. So my head was like, but why would you go out your way to say you both swear to God? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a little... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something is funny. And then for her to wake up and then suddenly I can't get out of bed. I wasn't too sold on that story, you know. I don't know if it was just me, but... I, I, I agree. Something was a bit off, but yeah, my my closing thoughts honestly, Dennis, get your mom a better wig and some better clothes. There's no need for Miss Gina to look like that. There is no need not for you, it to be not, like this. Not, not you calling his mother outside her name. Well, I said Miss Gina. No, you call you 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 didn't talk to her right. I don't like how you talk to Miss Gina. <laughs> oh, now all of a sudden you're policing the vibes. No, I'm so sorry. It's not even that I even want to police black women's hair or clothes. All I'm saying is she just doesn't need to be dressing like that. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like you said, Dennis got way too much money for her to be dressing like that. Guys, the thing is, the wig she was wearing had no party. And I couldn't tell, was it pick and drop kind of switch or like a synthetic wig? Like, I genuinely could not tell. There's a lot going. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on on her head. (laughs) But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fault the lady. You know. Gotta respect our adults and them. Do we though? Yes. That's actually a toxic thing that you know that I feel like is really prominent in black culture. You know, and I feel like it spans across African and um, African Caribbean culture as well. That like. We have this thing of oh, just respect your elders and stuff, and a lot. Because oh, no, I don't believe in that. Mamas. 
That's not no. me. No, because you were the one who came with, oh, we need to respect the others. I won't forget that time when you came to when that video went viral. Oh, of the, that lady in the chicken shop. No, and but I, let's not forget that lady threw hands first. That, the first lady, of all, the la- that the lady, lady came swinging. The old lady threw hands first. And I think once you throw hands, we can go. And that was dumb because there were like four other school girls. So what did she think was going to happen? <laughs> I just couldn't believe how outraged she was. And she just thought she could put her paws on a stranger, like some, some other person's child. Huh? Because you, this is not like, I know people say it a lot and it's quite annoying to hear sometimes, but we aren't like, we aren't our parents' generation. Like, that's just the truth. Yes, there are some things they do better than us, but we aren't them, child. Really not. <laughs> Ooh, one thing I did want to say, and I know the insecure people are not going to hear this because they long clocked out, but I will say, I think the that in the insecure dream sequence, the fact that Nathan was there, it made me think about the first dream sequence we saw where Issa imagined her and um Lawrence's life I don't think they're gonna end up together that like that for me confirmed that Issa and Nathan are not endgame I thought maybe they could ride out no it's not gonna I I mean I'm happy they won't because I felt like at some point she has to break up with him even I don't know if she'll get with Lawrence I don't know if I can say that with certainty but but she definitely will end up with, with Nathan thank god though maybe she'll be the one who ends up single and Molly's the one yeah and and now you know if I could I, the thing would end up with her sitting in Dr. Rhonda's chair and she's finally in therapy. Not in a man, not in a this, but even if it's not Dr. Rhonda, please. Just her sitting in the therapy, therapy like sat across the therapist and they ask her case, so tell me how you feel. It can cut off there if it needs to. Because mm-hmm. I said it, was I not called a man, man? <laughs> you guys need to listen to me when I talk sometimes. I know I chat so much shit. Is this the redemption of Leo? I'm on a redemption arc, honestly. I know I chat shit, guys. But sometimes I know what I'm talking about. It just, it's covered in bullshit. It really is covered in bullshit. Don't get me wrong. Crazy. But that, I mean, that's it for me. Um, any closing words from you? Nope. Just follow us on Instagram and Twitter at R-E-A-L-I-T-Y-C-H-K-P-O-D. That's the same on Instagram and Twitter. And that's the hashtag as well, booze. That's it for me, guys. Bye.